The Lakers lose another heartbreaker last night, and to make matters worse, it was against the Boston Celtics. Now, these uh, heartbreaking losses keep racking up. What does this mean for the purple and gold moving forward? Let's break it all down here today. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad, who unfortunately is a doesn't have a smile on his face for this one. But Dad, obviously, last night's game... Heartbreaker against the Boston Celtics. Uh, we lose 121-125. Obviously, LeBron was amazing with 41 points. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But really, no one else uh, you know, was able to consistently help the King last night. Yeah, Hannah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not in the greatest mood this morning. I keep seeing this same Lakers movie over and over and over again. How many times have we seen this same scenario this year? The Lakers are in the fourth quarter. It's a game they should win. They were ahead in this one pretty much the whole way. They were ahead by seven points uh, late in the game. They let it slip away. And uh, I, I know that most of the attention is going to be on that blown call at the end of the game, which the NBA came out and said, yes, was a blown call. LeBron was fouled. He should have gone to the free throw line to win the game. But, you know, the Lakers never really should have been in that position to start with. And I'm I'm disheartened by it, Hannah, because it just happens time and time again. I don't know how many losses like this the Lakers can endure, you know, and still have any hope for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so frustrating because when you look at the Lakers' record right now, they could so easily be above 500. I mean, obviously they're 23-27, but you could definitely see them, you know, well, well above 500. There are so many games, actually a majority of our losses have been only by a few points and have also been games that where the Lakers were in control and then just kind of completely collapsed in the final, you know, couple of minutes of the game. And that's what makes it so frustrating because this Lakers team, it's like every time they take a few steps forward, they take about, you know, five steps back. And it just, you can never gain any momentum doing that. And it's just so frustrating. Obviously, you know, we have Anthony Davis back now. We have our, our new guy in Rui. Uh, it's time to kind of hopefully gain some sort of a consistency moving forward. But Dad, I kind of want to talk a little bit about Anthony Davis. Obviously, his second game back after, you know, missing, I think it was about six weeks, maybe a little bit longer with that foot injury. Obviously, kind of off to a little bit of a slower start, although still 16 points and 10 rebounds for AD, but obviously they're kind of easing him back into basketball action. I want to kind of hear your thoughts on what you've seen from AD in his return the last couple games. Well, Hannah, I thought he was good in the first game that he came back, but but I don't think he was very good against Boston. And he was being guarded much of the time by a much smaller player, Malcolm Brogdon, who was anything but a center. AD should have been able to control that game and dominate the game, I think, but really didn't. He, he just did not play that well. He looked somewhat out of sorts. Uh, he just couldn't get his timing down. Uh, you know, I, again, I, I hate to say I feel bad for LeBron James because I really never did before, whether the Lakers won or lost. But I, I at this point, we're seeing one of the most miraculous runs by an NBA player, given his age, given how you know little help he has around him most nights. Another spectacular performance by, by LeBron James. I mean, he is just giving it everything he's got. Now, I know people are jaded and say he's just trying to catch Kareem, and that's what he cares about. But I'm going to be honest with you. 
I take him at his word. I really believe he's about winning and losing, and he's just, these are soul-crushing losses, and I don't know how many more LeBron can take after, especially when he's playing so well. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's back must hurt because he, to say he's carrying this team is just, it's an understatement. You know, last night, again, 41 points, uh, nine rebounds, eight assists, also shooting, you know, really well from the floor, 50% from the floor overall, also six for 12 from three-point range, so shooting well from three-point range as well. I mean, we, we've said it in pretty much every single episode. LeBron is, you know, our hero every single night besides, you know, obviously a handful of games when uh, AD was really on his stretch there, but definitely must be so frustrating frustrating for him because obviously coming down in you know the last couple years of his career he wants to win basketball games and this Lakers team has proven that they can really beat any team in the league but unfortunately then they go through these little lapses where they just you know get these heartbreaking losses and just almost seems like the basketball gods are are against them in some of these you know dad I want to talk a little bit about uh, the the missed call last night because it's so frustrating you know it makes me kind of you know, again, I, I know refs are supposed to be, you know, not, you know, partial or anything, but it just always kind of feels like the Lakers have been, especially this season, getting the short end of a lot of these calls. There's been a couple times this season where the, the refs have actually come out and said, you know, they, they made a mistake in the game and the Lakers should have gotten the foul. And it's frustrating because a lot of these times, these were calls that kind of make or break the game. And then unfortunately they don't call them and then the Lakers lose. And, you know, like Darvin Ham last night said, you know, what the hell does it matter if they say after the game that they made a mistake because it cost us the game. And at this point, the Lakers can't afford to keep, you know, losing NBA games uh, because of the refs, you know, not doing their job. Yeah, Hannah, um, it, it is extremely frustrating. I mean, last night was a glaring one. I mean, LeBron James literally went crazy on the court after there was a no call at the end of the game. Uh, you know, even Darvin Ham was saying maybe he should have saved his challenge, but I, I think he's wrong. You can't challenge. My understanding is you cannot challenge when there's a no call. You can only challenge when there's a call. So I, all I know is it's extremely frustrating. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's angering and frustrating, but, you know, maybe other teams are facing that same kind of thing too. I, I'd still rather talk about two players, Patrick Beverly and... Russell Westbrook, because I think it's a microcosm of, of what's happened this entire Lakers season. Can I add a few words on that, Hannah? Yeah, well, I mean, just to go off that, I mean, Patrick Beverly last night, I already know what you're going to kind of say, but 15 points had some amazing plays. I mean, the one that really stands out to me was uh, when he got the, the offensive rebound put back. I think it was against um, an Anthony Davis uh, missed basket and gave the Lakers the lead. But then, of course... Uh, follows it up with a couple bonehead plays, just similar to kind of Russell Westbrook. But, you know, Dad, I'll let you uh, talk a little bit about Patrick Beverly last night. Yeah, well, we'll start with Patrick Beverly. Again, you know, Darvin Ham is insistent on playing only, pretty much only the veterans down the stretch. So even though Lonnie Walker, for example, who came back last night, that was great and he played pretty well, was available, you know, even though, you know, there's some guys there with younger legs he just insists on Patrick Beverly and, and, and Schroeder and, and Rustbrook and guys like that. So, yeah, as you said, Patrick Beverly had two amazing plays that easily could have won the game for the Lakers, a key, crucial three-pointer as, as time was winding down, and then an amazing putback. But then he followed it up with two incredibly stupid plays that really cost the Lakers the game. I mean, 
the first one was at the very end of regulation as time was about to expire. The Lakers were ahead by three points. And once again, how many times have we been in this position? Ahead three points. We were like Luca a few weeks ago. You know, they don't foul the guy to give him two free throw shots. They let the guy take the shot. But this was the craziest. The, 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 the Celtic who took the shot hit the backboard, it happened to fall into Jalen Brown's hand. So what do you do at that point? Let him score. So he gets a two-point bucket. The Lakers win. But Patrick Beverly, you know, a veteran who should know better, slaps at him, hits him on top of the head, and there's, there's an and one. And then as the clock expires, you know, um, it's it's now going into overtime. And incredibly frustrating. Yeah, no, it's definitely frustrating. But I, I do want to say it's – I know – if that would have happened in the beginning of the game, no one would have really been talking about it. Unfortunately for him, just kind of bad luck. Of course, it was kind of the call that helped them tie up the game. Um, but, you know, Dad, I still do. I don't want to talk too negatively on Patrick Beverly because last night he really did have a great game. You know, three for seven um, from three-point range or four for seven from three-point range. Uh, still five for ten from the floor overall with 15 points and five assists and two steals as well. So I know it's unfortunate because it happened. Not good enough, Hannah. Not good enough. I'm sorry. You know, he's a veteran. He should know better. All he had to do was let that guy score under the basket. The, the clock would have expired and the Lakers would have won. He made a stupid play. And yes, you know, uh, he had other great plays. He played well overall. But you know what? He's a veteran. He can't make that mistake with the game on the line. Okay, well, I definitely agree with you. But, you know, still, I think overall he had a much better game than he's had in the past. So don't definitely want to give him some credit there. But, Dad... I want to get your opinion on Rui. Obviously, this was his second game that he's played for the Lakers. Still such a small, small showing. Obviously, last night didn't do too, too much with only six points, four rebounds. But what have you seen from him so far? And Do you think he's going to really be able to uh, help this Lakers team? Obviously, when the Lakers got him last week, people were very, very excited about him. He was obviously that wing player that we've so desperately needed, can you know shoot from three. Uh, again, such a small sampling from Rui. We haven't really obviously been able to see what he can fully do. I don't even know if he's been able to practice with the team. But still, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on him so far and the small uh, bit that you have seen him? Inconclusive, Hannah. I haven't drawn any conclusions so far. You know, um, last night he, he, you know, he didn't play all that many minutes, I don't think, last night. He, he wasn't especially good last night. So I, But again, you know, down the stretch... Darvin Ham keeps going back to the same old thing. It's 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 you know Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder, the two tiny guards, who the other team Jalen Brown just can shoot over. He's a much bigger guard. He can shoot over those guys, but still the coach just won't make the adjustment to put somebody taller on them. Uh, and it's just it's the same script, Hannah. It's the same script that has cost the Lakers time and time and time again this year. You know, I don't think Rui, it's going to matter. If, he, if he's not willing to trust him, if he's not willing to play him in crunch time, then I don't know that it's going to matter much at the end of the day. Well, I think the overall consensus is that Rui will eventually get the start and play more minutes. I just think because we just got him out. Again, like, I don't even know if he's practiced with the team yet. Like, he's had such a small amount of time. I think they obviously want to get him more um, adjusted to the system before they give him such a more bigger role. But I do think he's going to have a bigger role with this team for sure. Because, again, like we talked about, Lakers desperately need a win play a wing player and dad the Lakers desperately need a, a win right now and they go on a little bit of a road trip actually their next three games 
are on the road. Actually, four. Um, we play the Nets, the Knicks, the Pacers, and the Pelicans. Uh, all pretty, you know, challenging games. A little East Coast road trip. Dad, what are your predictions for this Lakers road trip coming up? You know, Hannah, it's going to be really tough, and that's why that Boston game last night, it really would have gotten them off you know, to the start of the road trip in a positive manner. It, it would have given them some confidence. And now, you know, I, I just I just don't know. As I said, Hannah, all year long, it's been the same script. We lose these heartbreaking games. And, you know, the coach keeps saying, you know, we're, we're in there. We're fighting to the end. I'm proud of the guys, you know. And, you know, we're only a game or two or three out of, you know, the sixth or seventh position. They keep saying that all year long. But they can't get over the hump. They can't string together a series of victories. They have a very, very tough schedule. It just, again, it just doesn't get any easier. I guess they had their early easy games at the beginning of the season, and they lost too many of those. And now this is just an excruciating. It seems like since December started, it's been excruciating. So I, I don't know what to think, Hannah. I'm, I'm not in a great mood this morning. I'm very discouraged about you know, you know, the same script time and time again. Well, I'm not in as bad of a mood as you because, as this Lakers team has proven, they can really hang with any of the biggest teams in the league. We've beaten some of the top teams, and you know what, Dad? It's obviously going to be a little bit of a test, but I think the Lakers are going to surprise you on this road trip. But I you know, hope I'm right. But anyway, Laker fam, that is going to be it for today's podcast. Let me know uh, what you thought about last night's loss against the Boston Celtics. Give me a little prediction on what you think this little East Coast road trip is going to be. How many wins, how many losses. And, of course, let me know what you're uh, thinking about the newest Laker, Rui. Uh, you can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram's at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.